0: Hello and welcome to the First Word Ministries podcast regarding the second coming scriptures that are found in the Bible. We have come in Genesis, and we're going from Genesis all the way through uh, to the Revelation. We've come in Genesis in the next set of passages in chapter 22. So we'll go down to verse 15. I will just read these verses that are left in the scriptures, and then I'm going to make some commentary about it with regard to the second coming and uh, and the angel of Yahweh called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said I have sworn by myself says Yahweh for on which account of you have done this thing now this is in the context of Abraham offering Isaac you have done this thing and have not withheld your only son that blessing i will bless you and multiplying i will multiply your descendants as as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the shore of the sea and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies and in your seed, all nations of the earth shall be blessed. Okay, now this moves from families to nations. Shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his servants and they rose and went together and dwelt to Beersheba, went to Beersheba and dwelt. Uh So, okay, this is chapter 22 of Genesis. I'm going to move on over and read the next passage. Uh, Well, I'm going to wait on that because we're going to move from Abraham to, to Isaac then to Jacob. So let me just reflect on what he said here. We're still talking about the human race headed toward the culmination of its history that will... That will reach an apex in the kingdom of righteousness, the, the, the kingdom of, of God, the kingdom of heaven, which will be ruled over by the Messiah, whom we have seen was first promised in Genesis 315. We've already seen that in the second coming passages. So the, the general idea that is developing for the people of God is the promise of this great Messiah, the King of Kings, and how God is is separating a people to himself by covenant. And this is all by the grace of God. This has nothing to do with the righteousness of any man. It it is all of God. God moves upon a man. God graciously calls, extends a call. And then God does what's necessary to bring him to himself and to preserve him. Uh, In this early case, of course, it's Abraham and then the promise of his descendants. And we'll see how God narrows the list of those descendants as we go through uh, the book of Genesis. Now notice it was said in verse 17 that uh, the seed of Abraham would possess the gate of his enemies. That is, there's coming a time when the descendants of Abraham would be masters and rulers of cities and territories and and people, other, other, other people, other nations. Now, this is, a, this is a reference of how not only is there great authority that comes forth through Joshua and the conquest of the land and then later King David and Solomon after him, but the final and greatest conquest of all, of course, is when they are called back from having been sinful in the land. They are called back to the land and the, the nation is reestablished and they will... They will, they will rule, they will be the chief nation of nations in the uh, millennial kingdom. So there's, there's a great uh, reference here to the history of mankind all the way through the end of days. And when we read the Old Testament and how God miraculously preserves Israel throughout the Old Testament, we should be reminded of these early promises of how God is moving the human race toward its final destination. And then in the final destination of man and the culmin, that culminates on earth in the millennial kingdom, the kingdom of righteousness. And of course, the Lord Christ rules and reigns absolutely over that kingdom. And he is the king of kings. And then... It comes to an end at the close of the thousand years, and the Son delivers up the kingdom to the Father, and the first heaven and the first earth pass away, and there's a new heaven and a new earth, which will go on forever, and this is of course the eternal kingdom. Now this this covenant that God has made with Abraham is just a covenant of grace. There was nothing as a matter of fact, we were taught in the Bible that Abraham was a worshipper of a moon god, he was a pagan. And he was in what is the modern nation of Iraq when God called him out of over the Chaldean. he was a Chaldean he called him out and I'm just faithfully answered um the the Lord moved on him and brought him to himself and then made him these promises now we're going to go over to uh to uh chapter let's see we'll go over to chapter twenty six and we're now in the story of uh, Isaac, and God is going to bring this uh, promise of a of a kingdom, this covenant of grace. He's going to transfer it to Abraham's son, Yitzhak or Isaac. So we'll go then over to chapter twenty six. Um. And let's start it, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, and let's, okay, let's start down in verse three. This is, this is Yahweh's establishing this promise to, uh, to Isaac. So in verse three, dwell in this land, and i will be with you and bless you for to you and to your descendants i give all these lands and i will confirm the oath that i swore to abraham your father and i will multiply i will cause to happen your your uh, multiplication of descendants i will multiply your descendants As the stars in the sky, and I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of uh, the earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, kept the charge that I gave to him, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Vagar, Gerar. Okay. Chapter 26, this is the transferring of the covenant from Abraham to his son Isaac. And he sort of strengthens the covenant in the sense that he, he doesn't just reference families of the earth, but he says all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed, and then look as far as you can. All this land is going to be yours, and I give it to your descendants after you. Now, remember, I think I've already said in this study that the people have not completely occupied the land, the promised land that God gave originally to Abraham. It happens in the millennial kingdom for sure under the guidance, direction, and rulership of Messiah, the Christ of God. Uh, But this shows us that God in every generation will not lose sight of the promise that uh, he has made to his people, to, to the descendants. That is, there is coming a culmination to history. The descendants of Abraham through Isaac, and then we're going to see later, through Jacob, and Jacob's name is changed to Israel, and then his sons become the nation of Israel, that this whole thing regarding the direction of humanity and uh, the salvation and redemption of God's own people in both Testaments, uh, all of these covenant, the, the covenant, the promises that God makes, they all come to rest on the shoulders of the Christ uh, who is the Savior. And you know, I'm out of time. I was going to go all the way through Genesis, but I'm going to stop right here. We'll pick up there uh, next time and we'll finish off, Hopefully, God willing, we'll finish off Genesis next time. Thank you so much for listening.